Hey, Jay, how are you? Pretty shitty. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry to hear that. You know what would make it better? A gun in the mouth? No. (laughs) Listening to the BS Podcast Network for all your great podcast needs. Well, gee golly, Brad, that sounds gee gosh darn good. Holy shit. Like I said, Kakashi still looks like he's 25. He's 45. You're too busy watching Yaoi. Who is he going to go to prom with? Well, like they're in the middle of nowhere. Who gives a fuck? No one will ever find out. They probably all have a giant orgy at prom. It's fucking stupid! Well, this is Ukraine. The Ukraine's all sorts of fucked up. Put real life cat dude. Die. Spread it, man. Spread it. I want I want to see the meaty inside. Spread it. Fat ass vagina right there, boy. Let me see that shit. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Dropping Loads. Like always, I'm Milky Way. And I'm Pouch. And Paco. Paco! Damn, Paco. How long has it been since Paco's been on? Not long enough, not fucking with you. Yeah, not long enough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like how she's the one that says that first. Yeah, like, not long first. enough. Like, I agree, shit. Hey, yeah. I'm gonna hit you with this chancla. That's not, it doesn't have any effect on me. Chancla power? Chancla. No, yeah, you, that has no power on me. No. I didn't grow up Latin, so like. Oh, Yo, so you don't know the fear? No, I don't. I don't know the fear. <laughs> but like, like I've seen it. I've seen the fear. Like I said, like I still the remember movie? one of my favorite memories of you know Steve, my friend. He's Argentinian, and like I remember they were arguing, and she pulled off her sandal from her foot, and he literally like w- he literally backed away, like he was so scared. I'm just like, yeah. I, just, I I looked, and I was just watching the whole thing, and then when we finally got like alone in his room, I I, I started laughing so fucking. Yeah, you're badly. such an asshole. I am, but like I've never seen that before because I'm not Latin. I wasn't. I was never threatened with the fucking sandal before. So well, it's not necessarily the sandal. My experience is that you've been threatened with whatever's closer no, to her. No, that's you, exactly. You, you've been threatened by a whole bunch of shit, but the sandal is not scary to me, so I'm just like, what the fuck? That was yeah. my first exposure to it, too. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't know later on that the chancla was, like, a big fucking deal in this Hispanic culture. Mm-hmm. How many times do you get beat with the chancla? Uh, probably not too many, because it, my mom, when I got... I guess it's different. Like, if she threw something at me, it was most likely her chancla. Oh, okay. But if I got beaten, it was not the chancla. If, if I was beaten, it was like a belt. Okay. You know? Or a fucking stick or something. Christian, yeah. do your parents deny that they've beaten you? I don't know. We never talked about it, but I'm sure they know they beat the shit out of me. My parents are in denial. Like, yeah. I, I, it's like, I'm not against it. Like, if they beat me, I probably deserved it. And I think I grew up as a, you know, decent person. I'm not an asshole. I didn't get beat a lot as but a kid. why do they deny it? It's so weird. They probably just feel bad. Yeah, they probably why? feel bad. Because American but culture But they got beat nowadays, too. American, you know, your, your parents want to be American so bad. Like, like that's white true. people. Not like, even that's just true. Americans, white people. Yeah, they, they want to be white. Caucasian for some reason. But like, like I'm more proud of being Peruvian like, at this of, point than they are. A lot it of makes white no sense. Americans, like, they just, you know, the, 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 the culture nowadays is like, they really, really frown upon, like, beating kids, so. I think my mom just watched way too much Seven Heaven. <laughs> what What's Seven Heaven? Seventh Heaven <laughs> is this really <laughs> shitty, like, 
melodrama that appeared on prime time on like fucking WB and shit. She fucking loved it. Like I the flash. She said she she's like they they're just such a good family. They're not though. They were that, the show's about being dysfunctional, isn't it? Yeah, but I don't know. I guess she just liked how white they were, man. Because you know, you know who was like, <laughs> He's such a good family just because they look all white. You know, you know who was? Because they had, they were white and they had a nice house. That's what she liked. It. You know who was the perfect family on a sitcom family? Was Full the, House. The Brady Bunch. Oh, the Brady Bunch. That was a squeaky clean family. I don't. I don't know. If my mom watched the Brady Bunch. It, I hated that show because of how perfect they I've were. I've never seen the Brady Bunch. It's uh, like Steve going back to Steve. He loved the Brady Bunch because you know he you know his family wasn't they didn't, the Steve episode. You know I don't know how much I can reveal, but like let's just say his family wasn't perfect, and he liked going into the Brady Bunch because they were perfect. Aww. Yeah, it was, it was, I didn't realize until much later because I used to make fun of him. Like, why do you watch this boring shit? You know, but like I, I found out. You know. Yeah. I had to think about it. He never told me. I just Is that why I, wa- I watch anime? Because I'm bored of real life? I guess so. Like, a lot of people escape into fantasy. I do the yeah. same thing. Yeah, that's why there's so many fans. It's weird. I escape into, like, real life stuff. Like, like if, even anime. Like, it has to be something that's kind of realistic. Oh, and okay. then I like it. No, I mean, I like fantasy yeah, right. a lot. Yeah, but I don't like much fantasy. Like, I, I like some, fantasy. like, sci-fi movies. And, like, fantasy movies I don't even like that much. But I just like more, like, down-to-earth stuff. I, I can get into a lot of down-to-earth stuff, but, like, when I was a kid, I was way into fantasy. Mm-hmm. Like, that's when I, you know, I flew through the Harry Potter series yeah, four times. Yeah, damn. <laughs> um, and I still like fantasy movies, but, like, I think my genre of choice right now is either comedy or, like, coming of age. Coming of age. Yeah, yeah for me, it's, it's horror and comedy, for sure. Yeah, Those comedy and coming of age. And, you know, superhero movies, because they're just, they're good. I have to catch up on them. I, like, stopped watching superhero movies, like, maybe four years ago, and I have to catch up. It's, like, I, it just started, like, I, I, I didn't watch, like, Iron Man 2 or something. Oh, and I actually did. But I stopped watching one of them, and then I just never went back. So I just have it to, happens. like, binge one weekend yeah, but and yet, watch all of them. Still, we can't talk about it, even though she hasn't seen yeah, it for the last four years. Yeah, I will fucking decapitate you You're never you gonna fucking watch it's it. It's not like you're gonna yes, watch it. Some of them are even on fucking Netflix. I was like, yeah, 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 you're not watching them. You're too busy watching Yowie. Okay, listen. <laughs> the last two animes I just started watching have nothing to do with gayness. Oh, actually, a little bit, but with two girls. <laughs> a little with bit. With girls, with girls, it's not still even dudes. Gay. You know, like, regardless. Oh, I didn't know. I didn't know starting it. I just started watching. Every it was like, like a high school, eighty percent of animes are gonna be like some gay shit. No, but she watches anime that's specifically about the gay relationship. Yeah. She's talking about like Junjun Romantica and shit like that. Like what the fuck, fuck is, is that? that? That's like the best yaoi. That's what it is. I thought Yuri on Ice was like the best yaoi. Oh no, that's like funny it. making fun of the whole yaoi genre. Yaoi. It is. Yeah, it's oh, it's exaggerated. Okay. It's, 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 it's it's like a yeah, it's like a satire. I would I say it's like a that. satire exactly. But it's not like real. She yaoi. just she doesn't sit there and name drop the best yaoi ever in existence. Apparently, <laughs> like, like how, how dare we not know? Yeah, I know, right? Like <laughs> you fucking plebeians, like you fucking peasants. How dare we not know? Okay, all right, let's get into real shit other than yaoi and chanclas. I was I, I didn't get beat very often, and I think I'm a decent person regardless whether I got beat. But I did get beat. Pretty bad once with a belt, and every time I talk to my dad about, it, and I, you know, I, when I look back on it, I'm like, I deserved it. Um, but like, uh, I, I, every time I bring it up to my dad, he goes, "I didn't fucking beat you." What are you yeah, talking about? My dad oh, does really? the same thing. Yeah. Makes was, no sense. There was one time where he beat, like, this is the first time he really beat me really badly. He took a belt, and he just 
bashed me with it, and I'm I was crying my eyes out. Obviously, I was a kid, and then like when I think back on, it, I'm like, yeah, I deserved that. I was a complete asshole to him uh, that, that, during that moment. And yeah, then, like I talked to him about it because I didn't. What are you talking about? Like, he straight up like he acts like he didn't ever happen. Yeah, I did some crazy shit, so I always like looking back. I always, I understand why I got beat every single time, but um, so I understand every time I was beaten, but. I never talked to my parents about it when I was old, but I'm sure they'll still say they did. Yeah, your parents are chill like that. Yeah. Because I remember, like, Max was probably, I'm going to say, eight or nine. That's his younger brother. Yeah, my younger brother, Max. And Max is this kind of kid. He was insane when he was young. Yeah. Like, he was crazy. Like, it's fucking crazy. And uh, he wanted he he got mad at my parents, so then he wanted to sleep outside. So then my mom dragged him inside the house, and then he threatened to call the cops. And he grabbed the phone and started dialing nine one one. And then my mom hung up, and then my mom fucking took him to the bathtub and just waterboarded his ass until he <laughs> behaved. I mean, that's a good way of doing it. Your parents never seem like they get mad, but I'm guessing they got really mad during those. Oh times. yeah, my parents get mad. Yeah, maybe they, they, maybe like they do. Yeah. I'm sure they do, but like I've never seen it because they're always chill as fuck. Yeah. I'm guessing it takes a lot to piss them off. Not really. It's, my my dad has a that typical like mi- middle aged Latin father who gets mad easily. Oh okay. Like my da- my dad gets mad pretty easily. I've never seen him mad. No, oh, that's because he whispers under his breath, or like says it to someone else. But he won't say it to you. I know, but he'll, like, he'll just bitch about something. Oh, okay. Yeah, he he gets mad pretty pretty okay. quickly. He's always joking and and making fun of me, probably in Spanish. For well, yeah, he to... he's always joking. Yeah, yeah, but but okay, he'll get mad at things like okay. pretty often. Probably probably once or okay. twice a day he'll get mad at something. Yeah, he's 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 probably like he's a grumpy older guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah, my dad's like that too. But like, I think I think because they didn't beat me very often. But that was at one time they beat me really badly, and I'm like looking at him, just like I was a complete disrespectful piece of shit to him that day. So I completely yeah. I I remember we had this beating stick. It was (laughs) like this really long white ruler that she would hide behind the couch, and when you when she pulled it out, you know you fucked up. Oh okay. I remember that. Where it went? Memories. I was probably threw it out. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, I made I made the mistake of um. Because I, I found this trick where I would lift my legs and my mom would just hit me with the belt on my legs and I wouldn't feel anything. So I made I made the mistake of like after three day like three times of her hitting me and it not hurting me, I started laughing at her. I'm like, ha, 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 that so shit doesn't like, hurt. Da, 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 da. And I was like holding my, my legs up and she just kept hitting my, my shins and it didn't hurt at all. So then she went and got a, like a broomstick and beat the shit out of me with it. <laughs> and no how matter what you? I did, that shit hurt. How old, how old were you at the time? Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just guess nine. So you're still pretty young that, that time. Ten, nine, eight, maybe. <clears throat> yeah, I, I was, that was an asshole. Okay. It's funny, because, like, the, you know, the whole pre, like, the beginning of the show, catch-up, didn't have anything to do with Paco, for once. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> she wouldn't be like, it's like, I'm good, I'm good, it's good. You just went it's to a good. Con, Nothing saying. much. I don't think I went to you a concert. Like, you, yeah. you went to MegaCon. Oh, yeah, I did go to a con. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, let's get into some news. Yeah, let's get into some news. That's it. You're not going to continue after you fucking <laughs> rudely interrupted the song with some bullshit? Go. Go. I'm not stopping. Do, 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 do. Get yeah, a load of this. I fucked up. I'm in my wall. Do it over, do it what? over. What? I'm <laughs> looking at the wall? What did you say? She said I haven't been on a wall. I fucked up. <laughs> okay, do it again. It's fine. No, it's good. done. It's good. over. All right. Um. So sometimes you read shit online 
that makes you go like, what the fuck? Every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's weird news, and that's what get a load of this is. <laughs> <laughs> that's the best thing. It's <laughs> simple. Like it happens all the fucking time. This one didn't make me go, what the fuck, but it made me go, huh? <laughs> <laughs> that's such a terrible start. I know. To the fucking. Like, I, if the, if I was a listener, I just would have stopped listening. Be First like, oh, he tells you what it's, it's about, and then he goes into it, and it's nothing, <laughs> not even close to what he told you it was gonna be about. It's, it's a little weird. Um, okay, so this one is from, um, um, uh, this one's from UPI.com, written by Daniel Urea, posted June 28th. So, apparently, there are, like, rural towns, like, hardcore rural towns, even in Canada, apparently. Mm -hmm. Uh, there's one town in Canada named, um, what is it called? No, I don't, I can't even, I don't even know the name. It's, like, in Nova Scotia. And uh, there's one 18-year-old kid is the only graduating senior in his class. Oh, fuck. Everyone else dropped out, or there's just not that that many people in that school? There's just not that many kids there. (laughs) The entire school teaches from kindergarten to high school to, you know, K through 12, 60 kids. Wow. So he, originally, when he first started, you know, there were three people in his class. Two kids moved. (laughs) So it was just him. It was just him from ten through twelve. So they would have one teacher, I, like it, just for him, or I one teacher for so. all sixty. I, I, it never. It, he didn't. They never got too deep. It into can't that. be one teacher for all sixty. Can, can you can you imagine? He has like different periods, and then he goes from one class where he's by himself to another class where he's by himself, and then to another class where he's by I, himself. I mean, like, I'm just, my only guess is that maybe there's like a few advanced eleventh graders that might take a class or two with him, maybe. But maybe yeah. Overall, yeah, but then how many eleventh graders are there? Two. Yeah, that's right. Three. <laughs> yeah, I think about it from K through twelve. Yeah, there's oh. probably not too many. Yeah. Um. But, I don't know, like, I, I de- they never got into it. They just explained that, you know, it, it's a very rural town, the te- the, and the school is called um, a- Advocate District School, so, like, it literally just covers whatever it can cover because of such a, how, how small the town is. I would fucking hate that that place. Yeah. I would have moved small. if I was him. It's too... What are you going to do? And, like, I, I love how he reminisces. He goes, one moved to Amherst and one moved to Parsboro. I missed him. <laughs> wow. Oh, my God. <laughs> Like, think about it. There's nobody his age in the neighborhood. Exactly. Nobody. He's like, I missed them. They became good friends. But what are you going to say? <laughs> He's like, uh, it's all right. With my, grad- with, with my graduation, they gave me my diploma and a razor, so I'll be fine. Oh, God, that was dark fucking humor. But, um... Uh, he he seems pretty okay with it. Like he's you know he's the valedictorian because he's literally the only one in his class. Hey, he could just use by that. default like it, it fell default, on him. Yeah. <laughs> he was probably the dumbest kid in his class too. <laughs> um, <laughs> and they're the graduate. They're gonna have graduation. Wow! But it's not just him. They're gonna invite the entire school to the graduation. Sixty so, people. Sixty people. And, <laughs> oh, you know, and man. their families. So. All right, so it's like yeah. hundred people. But he's literally gonna be the only person on the stage, you know, because he's gonna have to give his valedictorian speech. Wait, there's not like even that. gonna be no one handing him the diploma. It's I'm just gonna sure, be him. Or like the oh, you mean he's gonna be the only the one only walking? Only I just student. picture him alone on stage, yeah. just like no. talking to the crowd. But like he's gonna give his valedictorian speech, and um, he that's the only like he overall he kind of has like a pretty good like like a pretty good sense of humor about it. he's just like yeah it's a little weird but it's okay you know and he the only thing he's really afraid of is is doing his speech in front of like sixty is the entire yeah. school body but I don't know how weird he thinks it is because he he always lived there right yeah, yeah, so it's always, like he doesn't know anything outside of that he, he it's, he's again he's, he's he's like taking it's not really like affected by it he's yeah. just like, eh. well we're like what the fuck yeah because that's all he's known and, and we're like, like the yeah. fuck are you doing kid. 
and their school is like it's for some they're they're taking it seriously because they want him to have the full like senior experience. So they're doing a prom and graduation too. Who is he gonna go to prom with? He's His gonna mom? probably just go with one of the eleventh graders or some shit like that. Like because it's open from six through twelve. It's from the middle school to high school. Uh, oh, yeah. like prom? They all going to prom? They can. So he's hanging out with a bunch of fucking people yes. that are younger than him. Yeah, they're all gonna be younger than him. But like he, you know, he can still hang so out he, with them. So, all right, you know how they have this thing that you see in all the movies, how boys make packs to have sex after prom. Yeah, he can't do that. Why not? <laughs> can he? Maybe. Just, Maybe. Wait, they'll have to be under eighteen. Yeah, he's eighteen now. So. So is that is that a risk? Well, at the end, like they're in the middle of nowhere. Who gives a fuck? No one will ever find out. They probably all have a giant orgy at prom. Um, so the middle schoolers. Yeah. Fuck yeah! What are they like? Thirteen? Twelve? Well, anyway, three years ago, like another another girl went through the same issue where she was the only senior in her, in her uh, the only person in the graduating class, and like he actually like you know tried to reach out to her and contact her like, oh, how did you handle it? And she goes, eh, just. You can still talk to other people in other grades. You know, you're not alone, technically. You might be the only person in your class, but there's still other kids in <laughs> this school. This guy never thought of it until she told him. <laughs> he was going to school, not talking to anyone but the teacher and leaving. That's depressing. <laughs> <laughs> you just, you just cracking hardcore jokes about this guy. Right, I'm gonna, that's all. There's nothing more to it, so I'm going to move on. This one, um, this one's a little weird. Um, June 9th, um, posted on June 9th on Huffington Post, written by David Moy. There's, apparently there's, um, a new thing, I don't know how new it is, but, like, there are people who genuinely believe they're vampires. Yeah. Yeah, probably, yeah. It wasn't there a website for that? Vampire Freaks? Yeah. No. No, that was we the goth believe- kids, right? We, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I had a Vampire Freaks before. Loser had- alert! Before I had a MySpace, okay? I, I haven't mean, gone on it in, like, how old am I? 26, 27? I don't know, what is that, like 13 years? Yeah, like 13 years or something. <gasps> they're not... But I mean, they don't think they're real vampires, they're just a bunch of cop yeah. kids. These people actually believe they're real vampires. Well, they're not in the mythical sense where, like, they get burned if they're out in the sun or anything, but, like... They they incorporate a lot of drinking blood, like the, each other's blood, in sex and shit like that. Like mm-hmm. that's part of it. Like that's a big part of it, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, like they, you know, they're they're as stereotypically goth as you can get. One of the like the dude is a fucking tarot card reader and shit like that, and like they wear like red and black and you know whatever. Uh, the 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 chick is a fetish model, so they're they're into that lifestyle. But like it, part of their part of their fucking sex life is drinking each other's blood. Straight up. Like, they have, like, really sharp acrylic fangs that they put in their mouth, and then, like, it's part... Like, they were discovered because it's part of a segment of a TV show called Extreme Love, and, like, he would, you know, take off his shirt, hold out his wrist, and she literally just bites into his wrist with her fucking acrylic fangs and -hmm. just drinks it, you know? Mm -hmm. Like... There's people that sharpen their real teeth, and there's people that that get surgically um, implanted fake fangs to just always have them permanently. Yeah, but no, they can take it off. Mm. Um, but like she would like bite into it and then just like lick and try to drink as much as she can. They then they would go like clinical with it and they will like in- use syringes to draw blood and then they'll drink it from there. Mm-hmm. Um, like the 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 dude is just like he thinks it's as good as sex. The 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 girl's just straight up saying I prefer it over sex. Wow. Yeah. 
Uh, her words were, when I feed via blood... No, no, that's the dude. She said, I actually prefer drinking blood to having sex. You are taking the essence of the person. That, that to me, is ecstasy. There is no better feeling. Hmm. And then the dude's like, when I feed via blood, it is just as good as sex because I feel this rush of life. Their essence, their energy is coming into myself, and I am taking it, and I am empowered. Like, it sound, they sound like fucking hippies. These people need help. But... <laughs> just... Whatever, they're not hurting anyone. They're not. They're hurting each other. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? They're nah. literally making people bleed. Nah, that's, but they're fine. It's all consensual. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. They're into each other. That's what they yeah, like to wait, do. Yeah, wait to the moment that they go and fucking try to capture a motherfucker down the street. Like real vampires, quote unquote. They're like, oh... Let's go attack some fucking random loser. Wait well, till they I mean, do that. It doesn't. Ha- it hasn't happened yet. So as yeah. of as of yet, as of it's now, just their lifestyle. They're, they're not fucking with anybody about it. Not it's yet. Their thing. So yeah, there isn't. Yeah, they're just they're just they're just you know your stereotypical hippie goth couple, I guess. Hippie goth couple. I mean, are goth couples? Uh, they, do they talk about the essence of life and shit like that? It depends what type of goth you're talking about. Okay. Are you talking about like pagan goth? Yeah. Expert goth here. No, because there's some that are like, uh, yeah, yeah. Because there's there, there's a lot that are like spiritual and whatever. Yeah, it seems like they're those type of people. And then there's some goths that are like obsessed with like gems and stones and how they give you power. So it's just you know, there's a lot of types. Okay. Okay. Well, there you go. That's that's that. That's uh, that's it's goth one one. I'd say <laughs> it's pretty weird. fucking weird. You... I I'm pretty sure I'm not suited to. I find I found the other one weirder because. I don't know, because I figured, I, I saw, like, something about uh, some school, there was a group of kids that thought they were wolves, and they would just walk around with fucking tails. They just thought they were wolves? Yeah, they were saying they were wolves. They just oh, there's this tails. thing that's coming out where it's, like, trans animal, where you think, I'm sorry, where you believe that your, your true self is an animal form. Yeah, it's fucking retarded. There's, and, one, um, there's one of this, like... European chick that thinks she's a cat, so she always wears a cat tail and always meows. I'm guessing you respect it because you cho- you decide to change your words up so it's more PC. What are you talking about? Because you're like, um, there's a group of people that think, and you're like, I'm sorry, I that believe, and I'm like, okay, so she's trying to be PC here, which means well, yeah, I mean, if they're not hurting anyone, I just it's thing. fucking stupid. I totally <laughs> agree with that. You I... are not a fucking wolf. <laughs> you are not a fucking cat, and you are not a fucking vampire. <laughs> you're a fucking human. Simple as that. <laughs> let them be. Fuck! It's not let them be. I, you, you like. Homies, that's how it becomes like so homies. fucking PC as now. I mean, that like everyone I has to walk not, on eggshells for everybody else. It's I, not that. It's just I don't care enough to, you know, disrespect anyone's belief. Like, I mean, who cares? I'm I, not disrespecting them. You but are. They're fucking stupid. <laughs> that's disrespectful. They're fucking retarded. <laughs> okay. Because. Well, I'm literally in the middle here. I totally agree with Christian. I think it's fucking stupid, but, like, it's just... It really is. It's like, unnecessary. Whatever they want to do, let them fucking yeah, do it. Whatever, it's not man. fucking... They're not Chill. bothering anybody with it, dude. It's just, like... Whatever. You want to do your thing, let them do their thing. You know, I, like... So I could talk shit about them all I want, because that's my thing. Right? I guess so. Yeah, I guess so. Mm-hmm. All right, I so... I mean, if you want to be a cunt, that's on you. Come on, Maria. They think they're a fucking wolf. Yeah, it's, it's kind of dumb. Oh, they, they think they're a cat. agree with them doesn't mean I have to, you know, be, like, against them. Next next thing you know, be like, uh... Oh, none of you guys watch It's, it's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Not really. No. There was this chick that uh, Dennis married, and after they divorced, she started pretty much 
uh, become her process to become a cat. Like, she keeps getting surgery to become a cat, to be more like a cat. What do you mean? She wants to be a cat, or she feels like inside she's a cat? She she always loved cats, so she wants to be a cat. Okay, so that's completely... She started getting, that's, that's she started getting like, surgery, but then she starts looking like a cat. Like, facial features yeah. start looking like a cat and shit. Because of all her surgeries. There's two people like that in the world. There's one that's trying to look like a tiger. Yeah, that guy. Did he die? There's also a lady. Uh, did he die? He died? I, I think he died. How did he die? I don't know. I think he died. Yo, though. Google that shit! I don't even know his name. Put real life cat dude die. And then you'll find <laughs> real life cat dude. How did he die? Why? I don't remember, but no, I'm pretty sure No, cat he died. dude! Bruh, that's sad. The one that, like, got contacts and, like, prosthetic cheeks or, like... Yeah, yeah, he died. Shit. He died in, uh, 2012. ¿Qué pasó? Um, let me see. Was it, like, something with, like, surgery? Like, an infection? He died alone in his garage. Oh, he committed suicide. I have no idea how he died, but that's what he... Alone in the garage sounds like suicide, Adam. I guess so. That sucks. Yeah, yeah, someone said his, his death was a suicide. Oh, pobrecito. Yeah. See, Christian, this is what happens when you don't accept people's shit. Like, just let him be. He wasn't hurting anyone. Everyone accepted this guy for years. I think he just realized, what the fuck have I done? And then killed himself. Damn, don't be like that. Yeah, that's a little fucked up. What do you, what do you think? God, you think he just, like, because everyone was picking on him, he killed himself? That's not what happened. You don't know. But you I'm don't know either. That. Do you? Don't make fun of him. He committed suicide. Asshole. Fuck you. What else about cat person? <laughs> anyway, you. I'm moving on. Um, so <laughs> this one is from also from HuffPost. Posted on June 28th. Written by Elise Wenshell. Um, Wenshell? Either way. Uh, this one is totally for Paco. Like This is like a ca- fully catered towards Paco. Uh-huh. Um, so there was this um, family um, in England... One of the, the, the son's 21, 21 years old, he was walking his dogs, two mini shirt schnauzers, and um, as shitty weather uh, can be in, in Europe, uh, there was a really thick mist or fog that started, like, just coming up out of nowhere, and it got so dense that he couldn't see, he lost track of his dogs. Uh, so for, I guess for like a week or two, they couldn't find their dogs, no matter how many times they looked and they shouted, blah, they couldn't find them. So the mom's like, I have an idea. Um, so she went out to the around the place that um, with a grill went out to the to the place that where they originally lost the dogs, and she started cooking sausages. <laughs> Apparently, every Sunday at breakfast time, the dogs have sausages. So she's like, they love sausages more than anything. This will get them to come. So they sat there for how many hours? Three hours. Three or four hours cooking sausages in the middle of fucking like in the middle of the fucking street. Um, and they came. Wow. They came they came Those back. dogs are assholes. <laughs> Only for the sausage. <laughs> That's kind of like, if, if I, if Paco ever runs away. <laughs> you're such an ass. You're such an ass. He didn't even finish it. He just said, he just started it and we just knew what he was talking about. You're such an ass. That's probably what I would do. That or like put some Taco Bell out there every night. And eventually she's going to come back. Two yeah. and a half hours of grilling, and they call, they kept calling the dog's name. Mind you, they had 120 people looking for the dogs with two drones 
and they did it for 96 hours and they couldn't find them. Two and a half hours of cooking sausages and they found them. Mom's a I think I think some way, like, those dogs are like, yeah, let's get the fuck out of this house. We're never coming back. And they're halfway through the... Oh, shit. No, not the sausages, man. And they just ran back. Even though they hate those people, they are willing to live with them because of the sausages. The so- and the dogs were fine. They were just, like, they smelled like shit and they were hungry, but they were fine. They went to come to the vet. Everything's okay. So, nice. That makes you How happy. many dogs? Two? Two, two miniature schnauzers. Two douchebags. Bella wouldn't do that, right? Yeah. Right, Bella? No, I'm sure she'll do that. No. I, I'm sure she'll like, run away, and then you could call her all you want, and she's not going to come, and then one day Nick just breathes, and then she'll come running. <laughs> <laughs> Nick is their landlord who who loves... Who loves Nick is a landlord who Bella loves more than Paco, and Paco gets really mad about it. I just don't spoil her, alright? Nick spoils the fuck out of her, therefore Bella, like, adores Nick. Maria spoils Bella too, but I think Maria started spoiling Bella too late. Because at the beginning, it was (laughs) us trying to, you know, train her, and Nick being like the playful one, not giving a fuck, and then... Eventually, Paco was like, okay, now I'm just not going to care and let her do anything, but now it's too late because she's late. already attached to I was still mourning my, my childhood dog when we found her. Well, she didn't know that. Now she's more attached to the guy who treated her really nicely. Yeah. So, yeah, Paco's, it's like a... But a, it's like, it's Nick, and then Maria's like close right there. But Nick's first for sure. Nick is definitely first, yeah. yeah. But she's a second. There's no one as close to her as second. Yeah. Like, so, I'm like at the bottom. Bella don't give a fuck about Bella don't give a fuck about most people. Yeah. It's just it's, it's just it's just Nick. Primarily Nick, and every so often Maria. Because, like, when, 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 when Nick's not... Because Nick travels a lot. Uh, Nick travels a lot, so he's not out of the house very often. Bella just looks like death happened. Like, she just... Her life sucks when Nick's not around. Like, it's just... She's so depressed, and she's like, Everybody just give me affection. You're just a pale limit, a pale substitute for fucking Nick, but I need something. Well, unless when Zuli's here. Zuli, yeah, Zuli's When Zuli a- parents' dog that yeah. I found that is now their dog. Yeah, when when another dog's here, then Bella, Bella doesn't give two fucks about Nick not being here. But, like, when she's by herself, it's just like... Yeah, she nothing matters until Nick gets back. Not even Maria can't do shit. You know, mm-hmm. it's only Nick. And you know, as we're as we're talking about this, like Paco wants to slit her wrist and everything. So I'm, let's well, just move the on. only thing that'll make her like will make Bella okay while Nick's not here is just letting her on your bed. Yeah. Yeah. You have to spoil her in order to make her feel better. Pretty much. Yeah. The other day she wouldn't leave me alone unless I tucked her and Julie in. Okay, so I'm just gonna end get a load of this. <laughs> I think that's a pretty good ending to spoiled ass dogs. Yep. You just got a lot of this. That's pretty good. Then Paco could do it from now on. No. No. Yeah. Mm-mm. So what are we getting into right now? We're getting into Paco's tacos, or Can we got my chancla back. We got we got fajitas first. What we got? I got some fajitas. Let's get into some fajitas. You got some fat ass fajita right there, boy. Let me see that shit. Well, thank you. Can you can, can you spread it? Ew, shut up. <laughs> that is creep. I'm getting creeped up, dude. I feel like a piece of meat, man. Spread it, man. Spread it. I want, I want to see the meaty inside. Spread it. <laughs> anyway, let's Let me see the fajita. Shut up. I just got a visual. <laughs> Alright, Paco's Tacos. Paco's Tacos. Oh. Fuck yeah! Damn. Okay, what's Paco's Tacos? Uh, Paco's Tacos is my segment of things that I deem uh, creepy, scary, or unsettling in general. But yes. usually, sometimes I have my own fat And mostly ass, depressing stuff. I, sometimes I have my own fat ass, apparently very sexy vaginas. That you gotta uh-huh. spread. Yeah, you gotta spread it to show the meaty inside. Let so me see that shit. Juicy as shit it can get inside. 
That's so disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> I think someone. I think it was Ryan that said you mouth fucked the 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 fucking microphone last time. Uh yeah. Yeah. He said uh, it on one of his uh, water cooler thing. Okay, so for my vaginas today, I got it from a really cool list on um on uh, Cracked. They're really awesome blog. Uh, blog awesome website. Uh, this one's called Five Creepy as Heck Murders That Remain Unsolved to This Day. Ooh. Um, what's it called? This one was posted fairly recently. Uh, let me see. It was posted... Uh, they, unfortunately, they recycle some things that were on crack before, so that sucks a little. Um, June 6th is when it was posted. So, my first one is called The Jameson Family Deaths. So, a family, a mother, a father, and a six-year-old daughter were driving in the mountains looking to buy property, and, and then they mysteriously disappeared. No one know what ha- no one knew what happened to them. Eight days later, they found their abandoned car with almost all their belongings, mm. IDs, wallets, uh, their dog, and uh, thirty two thousand. Wait, 000- how many days after? Uh, eight days later. So the dog's dog was, dead? No, the dog was alive. Just oh. just hungry as fuck. Mm. And $32,000 in cash. Oh. So whoever whoever wanted to fuck with them... They didn't, didn't care. Didn't care to rob them. They just wanted them. Um, there was no sign of the family themselves. This, this was in 2009. In 2013, wow. they finally found their, their remains. How far away from the car? Three miles away from the car. Did it really take that long for three miles? <sighs> I guess. Wow. Um, and it because they were so badly decomposed, they couldn't find the cause of death. Three miles. Three miles, four years later. Why so? Maybe they... I don't know. Maybe the guy's just that good, or he didn't, like, he didn't let the corpses go until recently. Hmm. Um, That's true, moving the corpses. So, something like that happened again, uh, with, with a whole other family, I believe. In the same area? I think... Uh, let me see... I'm trying to figure it out. Yeah, a year after the Jamesons went AWOL, the McStay family disappeared in a suspiciously similar way, but mm. in a different no different state in California. Their empty car. How was far located- was the state from the other state? Um, it was uh, let me see. I think it was Colorado. So mm. it's, a f- it's not too far. It's not too far, but could it's have been done the same person. Yeah. Uh, he I mean, so he can travel. Yeah. Uh, no, it's co- Oklahoma. So that's. Oh, it's a little farther. A little farther. This was in California. Their empty car was located near the Mexican border, and in 2013, the same year the Jamesons were found, a motorist stumbled upon their remains buried in shallow graves in the desert. They they speculate that it's that like the person who was who did it was practicing with the first family or something like that. Like right now, they they have no clue. Like there's not there's no clues. There's nothing. Like they just they it's all completely unsolved. How many family members in the second family? Um, it doesn't say. Hmm. No, it doesn't say at all. Hmm. Um, but yeah, they, that's what it looks like. That's that's what the writer thinks. The writer thinks it was like a practice run with the first family, and yeah. he did it again and shit yeah. like that. Um, very, because you know, obviously very, very similar ways and shit like that. Um, uh, I mean, like, they're just giving clues about how, um, uh, Bobby's father was fucking insane and was, was threatening their lives and even hit, like, the Bobby is the father of the first family, um, and even hit, uh, him with his car, but it was promptly dismissed, like, that, that lawsuit apparently was just dismissed. So, hit overall. Who? Hit huh? who with the car? He hit Bobby, the father of the first family. Okay. His father hit his sons. His, his father hit his son, who who had a family of his own, and his family's the one that disappeared first. Hmm. So yeah, 
So there's yeah, there's no real solution. It just it just happened. Mm. So like whoever was doing it wasn't obviously there was no intent to rob them. There was just the intent to kill them. That's they could have with that money that they could have used to rob them. They could have used those means to make it easier for them to kill other families. So they're not even doing it right. Well, thank you for providing uh, advice for the next set of serial killers. I'm sorry. I'm just. I'm just saying. There's just been <laughs> so Christ. so much stuff I've read before. <laughs> um. But yeah. Um. This is interesting. Yeah. It's interesting. So that was the. When was the last time they found anything about him? What year? 2013. 2013. 2013 is when they found the remains, of of both families. And there yeah. hasn't been similar cases. I mean. From what? There has to be. Was gathered in an article. Just those two. Hmm. Yeah. Um, so my next one it's called The Abduction of Dorothy Jane Scott. In uh in nineteen eighty in Anaheim, California, she had a really bad stalker. Like this chick had threatening phone calls and then it got worse and worse and worse as time went on. Like he was um apparently with the phone calls he was telling her like really, really um, insanely detailed, like, descriptions of what she was doing and where she was going and shit like that. Oh, wow. Yeah. But he, uh, of course, with all of it, he kept telling her he loved her. But then at the same time, we'll couple it up with, I'm going to kill you. I want to cut you up and shit like that. He was, mm-hmm. he was basically insane. Mm-hmm. Um, as Apparently, as, as the phone calls weren't just enough for him anymore, he kept leaving her gifts and shit like that. Like, dead roses on, the, on her car's windshield. Mm. Which is like... Have you been watching too many movies? Um, so she got she got she was really afraid, and she decided to, um, you know, for her own safety, buy a gun and try to learn uh, martial arts. But it didn't make a difference. Um, in 1980, in May 27th, it something happened where her coworker had to be rushed to the hospital. Um, his coworker got bit by a black widow spider, so she drove him to the hospital. Um, Two hours later, her co-worker was discharged. She went out to get the car. She never came back. She she kind... It's, it's really, like, horrifying, actually. She told her co-worker she was going to get the car, and a little while later, uh, she they waited at the door for her car to come by, and when they finally saw it, they were blinded by the headlights as, as it sped away. And she was... They could tell that she wasn't driving. Hmm. Yeah. So, the car was later found burning in an alley. And then there was no trace of her or the person who abducted her. Um, then the the guy started calling her family, taunting them, kind of. No. Yeah, the first call came a week after the abduction. Scott's mom, her name is Scott, her last name is Scott, um, answered. Her mom answered, and the voice asked if she was Dorothy's mom. When she said yes, the voice said, I've got her, and hung up. Wow. Like, multiple calls came almost every Wednesday, and time so that like her mom was the one answering and and it was like cut short enough so that the, poli- the police couldn't track it mm, he was being an asshole he was being a complete asshole mm-hmm. um, not the abducting the phone call <laughs> the whole thing is being an asshole. he he proceeded to keep calling her for four years oh my 1980 god 1984 constantly like like again, taunting her, telling her that she's alive or I've already killed her and shit like that. Just Confusing. basically torturing the fuck out of this poor woman. So the way you, since she, he's been doing it for so long, the cops couldn't trace any of it. No, because too short. Because he was he was smart. He was probably watching the whole time, mm-hmm. so he was always smart to figure out like when it was like time to cut it off so that they couldn't track him. Mm. 
I guess. He was clearly very meticulous because he knew exactly where they were when, when he went to abduct her, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. So for four years, and then for four years, they kept going on until um, they finally started finding, like, her belongings and her bones scattered around a certain road. Um, it's even fucking creepier that like she was wearing a watch and it stopped an hour after she was abducted or her estimated time of abduction wow that's the terrifying yeah her bones were charred and uh, the the coroner was only able to estimate that the bones had been there for around two years oh, instead of the wow. four that she was missing so presumably she was still alive for two years for two years and then he killed her like after after two years and left them out wow and they yeah. continued to torture the mom after two years. Of he, he even after the no, it, like even after they found the bones, he still kept calling. So for how many years? Two, two more years. No, well he called he called her nonstop for four years. Four straight years. Up. Two years into it, um, he killed her. He and killed her, yeah. and then two years, and then after the last, and two more years is when they finally found the bones. But then he stopped calling after the after the four years. No, he called. He kept calling. Oh, okay. Uh, the phone rang two more times, just two more times it looks like. On both occasions, a man's voice asking in a knowing tone, is Dorothy home? And after that, nothing. So, like, he he didn't want, he didn't fuck with her as much, but he did fuck with her. Like, mm-hmm. he, he obviously intended to really fuck with her. Wow. That's four years of this shit. Four years of straight yeah. torture. Um... That's yeah, fucked up. That's, that's, I don't think they ever found the guy. Let me see. The mom better be careful, because it looks like he's starting to get infatuated with the mom. I, I think he finally stopped. When did this happen? Uh, 1980 to 1984. Uh. Um, I mean, there's theories. Like, they think that this one specific dude was the killer because uh, he called the front desk of a lo- local newspaper after they ran the case, and he seemed to know a lot about the case. He said he was the guy, actually. Uh, he said he was the guy because he moved to attack her because he got, like, supremely jealous that he thought that she was seeing somebody else. But whatever. It, they never found him. To say at least, like just to like wow. wrap it up. They Even though he had confessed it was him, but it, like he did it through the phone or something. No, he apparently he went to the front desk. Like I don't know why they didn't catch him right then and there, but apparently he. No, never mind. My bad. He called. He called. Okay. My bad. My mistake. Yeah, he called the front desk and just he was just sick motherfucker. To say at least, very yeah. sick motherfucker. The worst part about it is just four years four of constantly years calling. Of torture, like this, yeah. he's torturing this poor woman. You know, she has no idea where her daughter is, and this guy just keeps taunting her. But yeah, that's the yeah. At one. that point, I would just change my number. Yeah, but maybe there's hope that she could find her daughter. Yeah, that's yeah, the hope. Yeah, but the hope that this. The, but it ain't gonna be through that guy. Yeah, no. Yeah. The hope was that like eventually. Um, the the daughter like maybe I'm I'm guessing the hope is that the daughter eventually runs away and calls her. Yeah. The, so maybe like I don't want to change my number in case she does call me one day. You know, probably something like that. Mm. And plus, like this guy is, he's so good at what he does. I'm pretty sure he would find a new number. Mm. Yeah, maybe. That's yeah. true. Yeah. Yeah. He's probably the a person they know and they would never expect. Probably because I don't. He knew. Uh, where they were going like, yeah, he knew yeah, so when it's... her mom was home he knew things like that like he was he was literally watching them yeah it's probably someone they even they know unfortunately it might have been really close to their location too. probably well yeah of course it had to be yeah that's what maybe the... like a neighbor I'm saying like what if it like the, the she was the daughter was imprisoned like a block away that's what the writer's theory is it's just some random person that she interacted with on a daily basis and just never knew yeah yeah. Oh, well, she knew, obviously, towards the, at the end, but, like, no one else knew. 
So yeah, that 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 you know that fucking shit that like shivers up my spine. I was fucking creeped out by that. Yeah, that's fucking disgusting. Yeah. That's the other one for Jacks. Damn. Got some meaty fat vaginas there, Pudge. <laughs> Definitely brought it this this week. I feel so objectified. <laughs> shit. <laughs> that shit fat. All right, go Paco. Okay. So now we're getting into the real Paco's Tacos. Paco's Tacos. Paco's Tacos. You only get one. You didn't do it. I already did it. You didn't do it. Yeah, I did earlier. I don't remember this. I did it already. Did what? I did the fuck yeah already. Yeah, he did. Yeah. You only get one. I don't remember this. He did it. You Were you in another dimension at the time? Like, apparently. I did it. I promise you. Just go. Mm, Okay. Um, this actually happened a bit ago. Uh, this was posted by Fox 4 in Kansas, um, on August 14th, 2012. Parents who duct taped children did so because they were possessed, because they were told by demons. Um, let me see. I don't know, man. Duct taping your kid sounds kind of fun. I'm just going to say that from the, from the get-go. What? What? Why? Because it's fun, playing with duct tape. I mean, it is, but not, not for kids. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is. <laughs> but not for kids. Two two parents who had d- admittedly duct taped their children inside an SUV in Walmart parking lot said they did so because they were demon-possessed. During Tuesday court hearing, the judge dropped five felony counts of aggravated... They Wait, the judge dropped it? Dropped five felony accounts of aggravated child and dar- en- endangerment against both parents. Against... Mm. They didn't drop the charges. They dropped the charges. They did drop the charges against the fucking parents. But against them. Yeah, these are people trying to fucking you know, like commit these ch- these parents to jail. Okay, so they dropped them. Okay. They dropped them. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let me read it. Read it then. During Tuesday court hearing, the judge dropped five felony count accounts of aggravated child endangerment against both parents. The couple still faces three felony counts. All right. Mm-hmm. A policy officer testified in court. That the, that the couple's 12-year-old daughter said her two youngest siblings, ages 7 and 5, were occasionally tied up with their faces and eyes covered with duct tape to keep them demons out. Adolfo Gomez, 52, and Deborah M. Gomez, 43, were arrested June 13th in a Walmart parking lot in Lawrence, Kansas, after a customer saw two children bound with tape. They, were, they had been charged with two counts, uh, two counts of children abuse and five counts of children endangerment. During Tuesday preliminary hearing, the court learned the couple had sold most of their belongings and left their suburban Chicago home because a darkness was coming over their house. The house was possessed by demons. Police said that the family left Chicago and were headed to Arizona, where their oldest son attended college. On their way to Arizona, Gomez family broke down in Lawrence and were temporarily living in the SUV in Walmart parking lot. At the time of their arrest, police said they were forced to to taste Adolfo Gomez three times. His wife, Deborah Gomez, was found shopping inside Walmart. Inside her cart, police found a baseball bat, two rolls of duct tape, and two tarps. During the police interview, officers asked Adolfo if he was under the influence of drugs and alcohol. Adolfo, according to the police, said he had not used acid in over 30 days and said he had not, (laughs) not had any alcohol because of his wife threatening to leave him if he did so. He also told the police he hadn't slept for nine days. During the, preliminary, do it. during the preliminary hearing, the court also learned that the couple was regular listeners of Steve Qua- Qualey, a conspiracy theorist who, according to the website, believes that world is coming to an end 
The Gomez youngest children, ages 15, 13, 12, 7, and 5, are now protect in protected custody. They will be back in court on Thursday, August 16th. So, yeah. They said they were doing it because they were possessed by demons. So, they were traveling to meet their college oh, their college age son. They Were they intending to fucking bound him as well? I don't know. I think they were just running away from their home, right? That's just where they were They were trying to run away from their home because they thought that their home was haunted and possessed and had, like, demons in it. And they tried to bound and blind their children with duct tape because they didn't want their children to be possessed. Or... How long were they bound and duct taped? Uh, I don't know. It doesn't specify. They just say that the 12-year-old daughter said they, they did it a bunch of times. A bunch of times. So they did it a few times, but not continuously over the course of the... the over, over the time period they were staying in the RV. Mm-hmm. Would someone say that they saw it? Yeah, that's how they got Someone caught. said that they, they caught, saw the yeah. kids taped up in yeah, the yeah. Walmart parking so lot. So it's just that, that moment in time they were taped up, yeah. I guess. So the, the 12-year-old daughter wasn't getting taped up? Hold on. No, it was just the 7 and the 5-year-old. I guess just the young the youngest. And she, was, she didn't find it bad? She didn't find it wrong? I don't know. What would you do? It's your parents, parents, man. Yeah, they know best. Still, like, it's just, you don't see this as wrong? Yeah, uh, but she's, like, is, she's 12. This so. is something you'd have to ask her, bro. Mm-hmm. Give me a second. Fucking had to be Mexicans. Nah, I think the guy said he hasn't dropped acid in in 30 in, in thirty days. 30 so days. that means he's he drops acid pretty often. Yeah. And the and, police officer testified in court that the couple's twelve year old daughter said her two youngest siblings, ages seven and five, were occasionally tied up with their faces and eyes covered with duct tape to keep the demons out. Occasionally. And they just happened to be caught in public that one time. Mm-hmm. Um, I just love that he's just like, it's been 30 days, man. I have a record here. Yeah. He, he was but so then, proud of that record. But then he said he hasn't slept in nine days. Yeah. That, would, that alone is going to make you hallucinate. Yeah. But, well, okay. So, um, there's a lot of weird, shitty websites out there. Hold on a second. Is that a taco? The, the duct tape kids? Uh, not really. Yeah. I think it's more really. more like just some crazy fuckers. It's pretty fucked up, but I wouldn't think of that. Yeah, no, it's just okay. crazy people. Right, okay, sorry, continue. Uh, so there's a lot of, like, weird fucked up websites out there. Uh, I'm pretty sure there's a lot more fucked up ones that I don't know about in, like, the deep dank web. Yeah, the deep dank web. But, um... I hear droppingloads.com's pretty fucked up. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> we're both like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I found out about this one that's called the Skyway Bridge. It apparently keeps record of everyone... Okay. There's this bridge in Florida that is famous for having a lot of people jump off of it and commit suicide. And this website keeps every suicide... They keep records of everyone that's committed suicide from it. Um, And after, I'm gonna say... After the 2000s, that's when they keep record of each and every single suicide afterwards. Like, right here, it says 1966 to 1954, 20 suicides, 4 survivals... Four survivors, seven saved. But then it gets more specific the closer it gets to our dates. So it keeps all records of everyone, why, and the news reports and everything. But so. why the Skyway Bridge? What's so important about it? Is it, like, really fucking high? Why do they jump off the Skyway Bridge specifically? I think it just... It says, On the west coast of Florida, at the month of Tampa Bay... On the mouth of Tampa Bay is the attraction of the choice for many contemplating contemplating life self and it's the four numbers the f- number four suicide bridge in the count- country. 
number one east of California. Must be just really high up. It just must be really high up, yeah. Yeah, like enough to, like, for sure kill you. Mm -hmm. I don't understand the merit of fucking, like, keeping track of that. It's just people who have probably shitty senses of humor, you know? I don't know. I mean, they do publish, like, even right here, they say, call to action about a jumper prevention. Tower oh, on, the, on that website? Yeah. Okay, so... That's so I guess they're trying to prevent it, but then it's like kind of like in a sick way. Why would you yeah, advertise why would you what it is? keep track of all the people who die? Like, why do you need to do that? I guess maybe to bring attention of how many can. Yeah, you know, like, how okay. many people jump from there? I think it's, it's, it's not that terrible. It's like anything... Keep track of any specific place. We feel Skyway jumpers need to know your bridge... Need to know you bring pain and shame to yourself, your friends, and your family. It's not a free pass to end your misery. It's simply a way to transfer your hurt and sorrow to those that know and love. Okay, they don't know about people that are that that are suicidal because that's kind of um, the way the the way they're wording it. They're just shaming people who want to kill themselves. Yeah, they can go fuck themselves. It's it's not because that's not that's not the best way to go about it. Yeah, the people that are running this website are douchebags. They ain't worded properly. I mean, their intentions are good. They're just doing it in a bad way. Yeah, well, yeah. the website's called skywaybridge.com, so if you okay. want to depress yourself... If you yourself, really feel like reading that shit, but yeah. <laughs> right. yeah. No, that, that's not that's a, a No, that's just a little throwaway thing. Just, you know, a little light reading before you go to sleep. Yeah, okay. All right. Wait, you're not Hermione, stop it. Um, that, that's what she says in the fucking movie. What? There's a moment where she said, oh, it's a little bit of light reading before something. She pops on this giant dictionary-sized book. A lot. There's various different articles about it, um, and I'm sure you guys heard different stories, but I'm just going to go on this one specific. Uh, the title is The Enduring Legend of the Girl Who Died in the Odessa's Catacombs. Odessa? That's in the U.S., isn't it? I feel like that's either in California or Europe. Yeah, I think it's in Europe. Odessa Catacombs are a network of tundras under Odessa, Ukraine, and it is a surrounding yeah. region that are mostly of, resu- of the result of stone mining. Okay, let's go back. Investigating the mysterious death of a young woman who wandered into one and an underground, into one under what? Did, what the fuck are they trying to say? Here? You want me to read it? No. Investigating the mysterious death of of a young woman who wandered into the underground tunnel and never came out, but lives on an internet rumor. Ooh. The closest thing in real life to the deadly labyrinth of King Minion, Minus, or if you prefer the one from the movie Labyrinth, is a network of tunnels under network of tunnels under the city of Odessa, Ukraine. There's also one in, isn't there one in France? But okay, um, they're the backdrop of the tragic tale of Masha. So this one's of her, and there's various different tales of people. An innocent party goer who ventured down into the depths with some friends took a wrong turn into and got lost forever. So okay. In Odessa, Ukraine, there's a network of tunnels underneath Catacombs, the city. yeah. Catacombs. Is, catac- aren't catacombs... Oh, catacombs... Okay, it's different. I, I was about to say catacombs are, um, like, tombs, but people don't actually go in there to die, right? Like, they don't they don't bury people in catacombs. Um, they can. The, the My understanding of catacombs is that it's a place where you can put bones in when they run out of space in graveyards. Oh, okay. That's what it is. That's what my understanding is. Okay. Is that right? Probably I not. don't know. I'm, <laughs> I'm looking that up right now. I okay. don't remember what catacombs are, but um. So, and so this this legend is this like take, does this take place in um in uh, in uh, modern times? 
This party goer chick? Yeah, 2009. Oh, wow. Okay. No, it says catacombs are uh, human-made passageways for religious practice. Okay, so... They, also... They have nothing to do with they're, that. They're, they're human-made subterranean passageways for religious practice. So, yeah, they're just... Um, they they're just underground tunnels. They're just underground yeah. tunnels. Just exactly yeah. what I said. Mm-hmm. Well, but every catacombs that I know about always has bones. Uh, but well, it's probably like old, really, really old places with... I don't know. According to maybe old things just have bones. I mean, according to Google's <laughs> definition, it's a cemetery. Oh well, so, I, I I read the Wikipedia one. Okay. No, Cambridge also says where bodies were buried in the past, so it, it, I think it is like a cemetery. Yeah. So it's it's an it's like it's an underground network of tunnels where you put bodies and bones and shit like that. So it's, it's she's fairly right. So basically, there's a network of tunnels where you know people were buried underneath the the city of of Odessa. And this party goer chick decided to go down there because presumably they were drunk and they were like, "Oh, let's, let's fuck around." Mm-hmm. Okay. And the she... original story got all twisted up, but um, it was a foggy night with temperatures hovering around freezing. Masha went out with a large group of friends and to celebrate and probably get drunk. It's not known if they were formerly students of Odessa school, but according to reference to the story in Russian news, that's where they found the entrance to the mines. Um, clearly, this was a bad idea. The only Ukrainians who Ukrainians who have any official business down there are workers in active mines who still dig for limestone. However, that hasn't stopped many people from making the same trip Masha apparently made. There are stories of industrious winemakers and mushroom growers <laughs> who go down there regularly to leave their product to age and grow, confident no one will find it and interfere. We don't know for sure what Masha was looking for when she went into the catacombs with her friends. They could have been looking for treasures th- th- that night, considering... There are rumors that somehow, somewhere below, below school fifty six, which is their school, there's a solid gold replica of the Titanic, which I'm, it's a lie. What? Yeah. This is the stupidest thing ever heard. Yeah, but every 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 town has a stupid rumor, or maybe the way they're looking for bodies, or maybe they were, or they were looking for bodies. There is a rumor that the catacombs contain the stacked corpses of murdered Jews from World War Two. Wow. There's also evidence that they were used for the summary executions of Nazi soldiers. The catacombs are not easy to navigate, especially when you're drunk like Masha. Might have been, might have been that night. By some estimates, they span a thousand five hundred and fifty miles, making the network a little longer than the whole Pacific coastal line of the continuous United States. The next large network of catacombs is in Paris, and that's the only one. F- and that's only one fifth of the le- of length of Odessa's. I did not know Odessa's was that big. They're not that s- the safest place to be either. Some sections regularly flood with groundwater. Others have ceilings precariously propped up with ad hoc support beams. Oh, they're only supported by beams. Or they've had their ventilation systems completely dismantled. They're also a pretty good place to stage a murder. Last month, a guy in his 20s was sentenced for reportedly murdering his teenage girlfriend in the catacombs with an axe. In 2011, a male murder victim was found by chance in the catacombs after he had been dead for three to six months. But being murdered and having your body dumped into catacombs is a vacation compared to what is rumored to have happened to Masha. The the teens are said to have stayed down there all night. In the morning, they braved in the morning cold to get back to to their home. But in their foggy states, they absentmindedly left Masha in the catacombs alone. If she wandered into isolation, maybe to find a secluded spot to relieve herself, it's easy to imagine that she was beyond screaming distances. Maybe her path forked a few times, and she lost track of the pattern. It's it's not likely that she drunkenly forgot to leave a trail of breadcrumbs. If the area near School 56 has no groundwater or clandestine wine or mushrooms, there would have been nothing for her to eat or drink. 
There also would have been nowhere to stay warm since that area is not also <clears throat> since that area is also not deep enough for for it to have been much warmer than the chilly surface weather that night. It would have been utterly black, but even with light and oh, hold on, this is way too long. Let's see. Did they find her? No. The whole the whole rumor about it is that this girl Masha. Well, I mean, if it was reported by their by news. Uh, Russian news. She she got lost in there in 2005 because her friends left her. And, she's... and she was drunk and she never got found. So they have rumors that maybe she got murdered while she was in there. Or she just got lost within the catacombs and died of starvation. Yeah, well this... Or she drowned in the uh, groundwater that gets trapped there. Well, the, the catacombs are huge, right? Yeah. And most people can't even navigate them without knowing it. So I'm sure she's probably still somewhere in there. But she couldn't have survived. There's oh, no she's food. dead, dead, I'm saying. She's dead as fuck, but she's oh. her body <laughs> somewhere in there. <laughs> yeah, she's not alive, come on. I'm like, she can't survive that. I'm sure she lasted like a week or something before she mm, Maybe died. less, because there wasn't even water, right? They said groundwater, right? Yeah, but still, that's... Yeah, that, she said that's it flooded. How, with... how long can you survive with just water? A week, right? Yeah. Yeah, so... If she was lucky, she died quickly from the cold. If it was too warm to freeze... If it was too warm to freeze and she was exerting herself to try to survive, dehydration would have become severe in perhaps only two days before the symptoms began deliberately. I guess there's parts that have groundwater and there's just miles of some that don't have anything. She would have gotten delirious, convulsed, and slipped irrevisibly and slipped into coma around the third day. Not, Not that she would have noticed the days passing. She couldn't have lasted more than a week. During this time she was inside, her friends didn't try to take her body out. Wow. Bunch of dicks, bro. So, see, they were frightened. So no one really knows what happened to her. This is just kind of a rumor. Uh, It's not that it's a rumor. Like, she's... That's the last place they saw her. Oh. Okay. Her friends left her, and that's the place that... That, that was the last place they oh, saw wow. her. So her okay. friends never called back. Never called the cops or nothing to get her friend. No, they did. But after, you know, they heard they, sh- they couldn't find her. Mm. And like, and after they did the search, I think it was just too. She was too far gone. She know? must have been far too gone. Yeah. yeah like, the best no thing one... to do in those situations is stay put. Yeah. She probably got disoriented and she thought she was going the right way. Well, she was drunk. Yeah. yeah. She was like, "Oh, I need to follow them." And then whatever. I didn't know about the continuous murders that happened in that in those catacombs, though. That's interesting. As well, well, it's the Ukraine. The Ukraine's all sorts of fucked up. <sighs> but yeah, this is one of the many stories of catacombs that people getting lost because there as many times as people always report people getting lost and dying and disappearing or whatever the fuck that just built more curiosity for people to go in there thus these drunken teenagers yeah i mean i'll never do that i'll i'll peek in there but i'll make sure i always see the exit yeah same like i'll go down i'll take a peek and then look both ways but i'm not gonna you know walk far in there you know maybe i'll do it with like a really long rope I mean, it's pretty terrifying, I guess, but, like, you know, they kind of did it to themselves. So it's just, like, it's kind of a taco, in my, in my opinion. Yeah, it's kind it's not a, it's not a full taco. It's, it's kind of, it's interesting, but it's not, you know, I don't even, I don't think it's taco material. It's, it's interesting. Yeah, it's interesting. But it's not, like, you know, it ain't no crazy taco. No, you know? it's not. It's, yeah. I mean, like, it just, you know, all I can think about is, like, it's pretty scary to be left down there by yourself and you're trying to find your way out and you eventually just get lost and you die. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty scary to think mm-hmm. about. All right. So this week I'm doing the serial killer today. It's not really a serial killer, but it's it's a murderer. Oh. Wait, do they kill more than three people? 
Okay, I'll get to it. Oh, that means no. You fucked up. No, but you here, but up. I brought it for a reason. Okay, all right. So basically, Paco's segment has been completely hijacked by everybody else. Hey, I, well, I, I this like is, all the shit you guys. This are is just because I found something interesting for to bring. Okay. All right, so it is a female. Her name is Carla Faye Tucker. Okay. She was the first woman to be executed in the United States since 1984, and the first in Texas since 1963. Hmm. Okay, when, the, when, when, what date was she executed? Uh, we'll get to that. Okay. All right, so Carla Tucker was born and raised in Houston, Texas. Well, let's let's start at the beginning. All right. Was in Houston, <laughs> Texas. Uh, the youngest of three sisters. The marriage of her parents was troubled, and Tucker started smoking cigarettes at the age of eight. Mm, bright future. Her parents divorced when she was 10, and she learned during the divorce that her birth was the result of an extramarital affair. Oh, wow. By age 12, she had begun taking drugs and having sex. She dropped out of school at age 14 and followed her mother, Carolyn, a rock groupie, into prostitution and began traveling with the Almond Brothers Band, the Marshall Tucker Band, and the Eagles. Wow. When she was in her early 20s, she began hanging out with bikers and met a woman named Sean Dean and her husband, Jerry Dean. The couple introduced her in 1981 to a man named Danny Garrett. So the 21-year-old Tucker and the 35-year-old Garrett started dating. Okay? So one day, this is the night of the murders. Alright? So one day, after spending a weekend using drugs with Garrett, Tucker and Garrett entered Jerry Dean's apartment, you know, the one that introduced each other mm-hmm. to them, at around 3 a.m., on Monday, June 13th, 1983, intending to steal a motorcycle that Dean was restoring in his apartment. During the burglary, the, during the burglary Tucker and Garrett entered, entered Dean's bedroom where Tucker jumped and sat on him, I guess to hold him down. Uh, in an effort to protect himself, Dean grabbed Tucker above the elbows, uh, whereupon Garrett... Uh, intervened. Garrett struck Dean numerous times in the back of the head with a ball with a ballpen hammer he found on the floor. Okay. After Dean hit there, he left the room to gather the motorcycle parts that he came there for. Uh, Tucker remained in the bedroom. The blows that Garrett had dealt Dean caused him to begin making gurgling a gurgling sound. So Tucker wanted him to stop making the noise, and she picked up a three-foot pickaxe, laying against the wall, and began hitting Dean. Gary then re-entered the room and dealt Dean the final blow in the chest. Okay, so both of them are killing this man that mm-hmm. was kind of their friend. Mm-hmm. So Garrett left the room again to continue loading the motorcycle parts into the, the car. Tucker was once again left alone in the room, and then she noticed a woman who had been hitting under the bed covers against the wall. Whoa. The woman, Deborah Thornton, had argued with her husband the day before, went to a party, and ended up spending the night in Dean's bed. Upon discovering Thornton, Tucker grazed her in the shoulder with a pickaxe. Thornton and Tucker began to struggle, but Garrett returned and separated them. Tucker proceeded to hit Thornton repeatedly with the pickaxe and then embedded the axe in her heart. Tucker would later tell people and testify that she experienced intense multiple orgasms 
with each blow of the pickaxe. Awesome. So this is why I brought it. <laughs> He's like, awesome. Uh, and then uh, the next morning, one of Dean's co-workers, uh, who had been waiting for a ride, entered the apartment and discovered the victim's bodies. Police investigations led to the arrest of Tucker and Garrett five weeks after the killings. Okay, while in prison, she got married, and she became, like, super Christian and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And she was finally executed by lethal injection in February 3rd, 1998. And uh, she wrote, she wrote a uh, not a letter, but she she made a speech right before she got she got executed. Mm-hmm. She said, "Yes, sir. I would like to say to all of you, you know, the the family of the victims were all watching the execution, and, and her family members were watching the execution as well. And I'd like to say to all of you, the Thornton family and and Jerry Dean's family." That I am sorry. I hope God will give you peace. I, I hope God will give you peace with this. She looked at her husband and said, Baby, I love you. She looked at all the present weeping and or smiling. Everybody has been good to me. I love all of you very much. I am going to be face to face with Jesus now. Thank you all so much. You have been good to me. I love all of you very much. I'll see you when you get there. I will wait for you. Hmm. And with that, they injected her and she died. Hmm. All my research has led to this one female that felt something sexually when she <laughs> How long did you find this chick? I actually didn't search at all. But like I did like quick research before, but I didn't find anything. But I was listening to a podcast I like a lot called The Last Podcast on the Left. Yeah. And they were talking about uh, a famous serial killer, Eileen... I forget her last name. And they mentioned that they were talking about how most uh, most male serial killers tend to be some sexual yeah. thing, but females don't. But the guy on the podcast said, except for, mentioned her name. Oh, wow. And that's when I uh, looked into it and found this. Nice. So I, I congratulate you, Adam. There is one out there There's for you. There is one. And she's dead. I'm sorry, you can't marry her. It's not. <laughs> it's know, not. Man. She's not really a serial killer. She's not a serial killer. No, she had she to kill didn't. one more person to be a serial. Killer. Just one more. Yeah, but. Been a serial but. Not that I. When I when I first started like reading into this, the whole other girl being in the apartment like threw me for a loop. Like yeah. I never expected that yeah. to happen the way the story was going. Yeah, that's a little crazy. Like like. And, and they didn't notice her the entire yeah, time. Yeah, and the backstory to it, it's just like she was a married woman who got into a fight with her husband the night before and went to a party yeah. and oh, ended up in this guy's bed and all of a sudden yeah. she's getting murdered. Yeah. So did she even fuck the dude? Yeah, probably, because this was the next morning. This was, this was like at 3 a.m. Oh. So probably. Damn. That so. sucks. Yeah. Multiple orgasms. Carla Faye Tucker. Did she... Did Wait, she, did she describe, like, everything? Orgasm with each strike of the axe. God damn. She was really into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pouch is happy. Pouch yeah, is a happy man. motherfucker. <laughs> Look at him. Finally, man. <laughs> that means there's probably like, more out there. It's just proof that, like, there's some girl, there's some ladies that are that fucking fucked up and depraved. That's all. Yeah. I don't know if she was depraved. 
Yeah, at, you know, she never did any sort of killing or anything prior to that. She was just, like, fucked up into drugs no, and shit like that. she discovered that she got... She, we don't With her only kill ever, yeah, though. Yeah, yeah. I but, wonder if she would have kept going if she wouldn't have been caught. I think she probably would have, because it sounds like it was pretty intense. Mm. It, I think the words were multiple intense orgasms. So, mm. like, I'm pretty sure she would have kept going to continue following that high. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. the recall of day. Yeah. Carla Faye Tucker. A chick that got off on killing somebody. Yeah? Finally. <laughs> Finally. So anything and everything you talked about, you can find at droploss.com. You can follow us on Twitter at droploss.bc and like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash droploss.podcast or by searching droploss productions on Facebook. You can follow me on the Instagram at droploss and check out the YouTube channel at youtube.com slash P. Coming up next week, starting next week, we're going to have um, five shows a week on the Droploads YouTube channel, Woo! Monday through Friday. So check that out, you know. It's so be lit. all sorts of different episodes. Actually, they were all, really fun to make. All sorts of different shows. They are very cool, but they're way different from what we we're known for in the past. We're yeah. completely shifting our program, guys. Yeah, yeah so definitely. check it out. It's it's yeah, it's, it's fun. Cool. Give it's give it a check. Cool. Check it out. If you like satire humor, yeah. What do you say though? No, there's not too much satire. I like my brother. Uh, yeah. How, some do, you, how do you describe that? If you, you, you like. I think he's just being goofy. Goofy? No, like... Goofy humor, yeah. But I don't, like... No. Some of it's satire, but not a whole lot of no, it. No, there's, there's has to be a word that's... Yeah, word. well, we have uh, ODG, who has been on the podcast once before. He got two shows. He has a, a show, uh, the ODG show, and then he's on another show called What the Con. That one was really fun. Where he goes around... Uh, uh, anime conventions, comic, just comic cons, and interviewing people, uh, just trying to mess with them or just asking, you know, questions. Mm-hmm. And then we have uh, Vest guy who has also been on the podcast once before. He's been in a couple of our videos. Yeah, Vest guy has the show called Vest Top Five, and uh, all about his vest. No. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and that that will be going up on Tuesdays. Then Wednesdays we're actually gonna have a video version of the podcast. It won't really be. Uh, a video of us doing yeah, the podcast. Yeah, that's not interesting at all. But it'll just be, you know, everything we talk about will be coming up on the video and you'll get to see what we're talking about. I mean, maybe this episode would have been interesting as, like, Paco threatens people with a chunk club, but other than that, yeah, it's a pretty boring Yeah, setup, if we so. just film ourselves, it's not yeah, that fun. Boring, it's fun. Uh, then Thursdays, I'll be doing a show called uh, Milky's Way, which is just pretty much, I it'll be more like vlogging type thing. So... Look forward to all of those starting July 3rd. Yeah. Right. So Monday, it'll be the ODG show. Tuesday, Vest Top 5. Wednesday, Wednesday's Dropping Loads Podcast. Thursday's Milky's Way. Friday is What the Con. Okay. What the Con. All right. Also, please don't forget to check out the BS Podcast Network. It's a cool network of podcasts started up by the boys at Pure BS Podcast. You can find it at bspodcastnetwork.com. Also, please don't forget to check out the Patreon, patreon.com slash bspodcastnetwork. It really helps us out as well as the po- many other podcasts on the network. Um, maybe donate a few shekels here and there. Uh, also, we're on three internet radio stations. The first one's called The Mixed Talk. You can find that at themixx.fm. We play it at Tuesdays at 12 p.m. Central, 1 p.m. Eastern. We're also on Revere Radio. Uh, you can find that at reveradionetwork.com. We play it at Mondays at 6 p.m. Eastern. And lastly, we're on Conocopia Radio. That's C-O-R-N-U-C-O-P-I-A hyphen radio. That's C-O-U-K. We're played randomly once throughout the week, so hopefully one day you just happen to 
tune in and listen to us. Once again, please, please check out the, the YouTube channel. A lot of content's going to go up soon. Hopefully you like it. Um, and also, please don't forget to check out our only Creamium episode so far. The Did you say Creamium? Creamium episode so far, the Don Francisco Promise Historia. You can find it at droppinglows.podbean.com. Just click on the side. It should have said Premium Episodes. It's only $1.50 and is probably John's best episode so far. And it, For sure. Uh, so far. All right, so until next time. We love dropping loads. Can you mouthfuck the, the microphone like like Milky? Nah, he has. He, try it. Nah, he deeps her. That's Come a on, shit. Try I it. can't do it. No, try I can't it. do it. I'm not I know do you, it. I know you, you want to nope. use it eventually, your technique. Why the fuck you let us pay? Yeah. Fucking had to be Mexicans. I feel so objectified. Now there's this guy in Vine that was the stupidest shit ever. Hello again, Uber Nerd fans. Batman here, reminding you to check out the Batman vs. James Bond show, hosted by Brian Thomas. Why should you listen? Well, it's a show that revolves entirely around me, Batman. Oh, and that other guy, James Bond. And because I'm Batman. Batman out. Uh, uh, wait. Batman back in. Forgot to drop the mic. My bad.